Who the hell knows? Nation. Welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packers fan, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom. Yeah, it's anybody's guess. Grassi, and today we're going to attempt an emphasis on the word attempt to name the top 10 teams in the NFL currently heading into week 12. Before we get to that, I want to do a big shout and thank you to some brand new Patreon members. We have Shuckleberry Finn and we have Hindsight is 2020. A big shout out and thank you to you both. So it just seems that each week there are insane upsets in the NFL. And you look at like the Packers game, for example, it's not the biggest surprise that the Vikings won. The Vikings are an underrated football team. They're better than what their record indicates. Packers have a ton of injuries. Got off to a slow start. It happens, right? It's on the road, what have you. Heartbreaking still, but you understand it. But then you look at games like the Colts beating the Bills. And it's not that they just beat the Bills. They demolish the Bills. Or you look at the Texans beating the Titans, the number one team on my list last week. I don't know. I just don't know what's going on anymore. And so I'm going to have my top 10 teams listed for you here. And you're probably going to disagree. But honestly, can you really? Because I feel like at this point, half these teams are probably just going to lose next week. So starting off with number 10, we got the LA Rams. The Rams having a bye week, a much needed bye week this week. After losing to the Titans and then getting demolished by the 49ers, they're taking a little bit of a break. And that break came at a really good time because next week they're going to be taking on the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau. Coming off a bye, that defensive line going up against an offensive line of the Packers, which is pretty banged up right now. Elton Jenkins is going to be out for the year with torn ACL. Dave Bakhtiari is not going to be back. Matt LaFleur already said that maybe he'll be back after the bye. And so this is going to be a big game for the Rams. It's a big game for both teams because there's a lot of playoff implications here. If they want to try to keep up with the Cardinals, the Rams need to win this football game. And considering their embarrassing losses the past couple of weeks, they definitely need this one. Number nine, I had to put him in the top 10. You got the Indianapolis Colts. And the Colts, I feel like they spent a little bit of time on the top 10, but now they're back. Now they're back. And it's basically just because of Jonathan Taylor. 32 carries, 185 yards, four touchdowns. Oh, and also a touchdown receiving as well. Jonathan Taylor was a god on Sunday. He single-handedly won many people their fantasy leagues. A monster game. And it's not just that like it was against like the Falcons or the Texans or anything like that. This was against the Bills who had a top three defense heading into Sunday and he just bulldozed them. Carson Wentz had to throw like 20 times and he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't really have to do much. He had the easiest job in the world on Sunday. On top of that, the Colts defense showed up. Josh Allen, two interceptions. In addition, getting some sacks on him as well. The Colts put it together, and I've said this now for a couple of weeks, 
if they're able to be a balanced football team, they could be a good football team. The Colts are making a run and trying to grab one of those last wild card spots. And I mean, even though they got swept by the Titans, it technically is still possible that they could win their division. But the Colts dominating an AFC playoff contender in the Bills. And uh, I think this game woke a lot of people up. Number eight, you got the Baltimore Ravens. No Lamar Jackson going up against a beaten up but still feisty Chicago Bears team. It's on the road and the odds are pretty stacked against you. And it was not a pretty football game. But an impressive comeback led by Huntley to be able to put them in a position to win. The defense was able to contain Justin Fields and then Andy Dalton pretty decently, at least enough in the second half for them to go out and win that football game. And again, I don't think there's been a Ravens game this year that really has been a pretty win. There's been so many nail biters, or when they lose, they lose bad. Like, look at the Dolphins game. And the Ravens, I still think, are contenders. This is not really an accurate portrayal or snapshot of the Ravens football team, but I think it took a lot of guts for them to pull off this win without Lamar Jackson. And so because of that, they're still in the top 10 and hanging on at number eight. Number seven, how the mighty have fallen. You got the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Jordan Love, when he played against this Chiefs defense just a few weeks ago, he put up a touchdown. Dak Prescott? Nay, nay. The Cowboys, they, it was ugly. Mari Cooper, out for the COVIDs. Not going to be back for Thanksgiving. CeeDee Lamb getting knocked down that game with a concussion. Also, kind of a ban in the run. Only 16 rushing attempts combined between Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard. And that Chiefs defense gave the Cowboys fits. The Cowboys offense just had no answer for what the Chiefs were throwing at them. It was an ugly football game all around, but I think even more ugly for the Cowboys. I think once their offensive weapons get back, they'll be right back on track. Their schedule is a bit easier. However, the Eagles are slowly starting to creep up bit by bit by bit. So they got a short week. They're playing on Thanksgiving against the Raiders, who, yes, are declining right now. But if they're not careful, they might find themselves losing two straight. Number six, you got the team that beat the Dallas Cowboys. You got the Kansas City Chiefs. The win streak continues for Lenny and the Chiefs. And again, not a pretty game. I mean, for Mahomes, I mean, it was, it was pedestrian, but the story really comes about that defense. Five sacks on the day for that Chiefs defense. Clyde Edwards, LR, by the way, for that offense. It was nice for him to return, picked up 63 yards on the ground. But yeah, five sacks on Prescott, two picks. Also, Chris Jones responsible for three and a half of those sacks. If Chris Jones is healthy, that defense gets so much better. Now, the offense, I think, still has a ways to go. You can compliment the Cowboys' defense for able to contain Mahomes, but Mahomes coming off a five-touchdown performance against the Raiders definitely looked very pedestrian against the Dallas Cowboys this week. But... The defense was able to pick it up, and that's the sign of a good team, is that, hey, if the offense is struggling a little bit, the defense will pick it up, and vice versa. They put it together, they beat a playoff contender in the Cowboys this week, and they keep on rolling on. Number five, you got the Green Bay mother-loving Packers. A heartbreaking loss that's going to be surrounded with the question, what if? What if those two Darnell Savage interceptions counted? What if Mason Crosby hit that chip shot? What if Elton Jenkins didn't tear his ACL and I experienced happiness again? 
Lots of what-ifs here. The offense of the Green Bay Packers just came out and was not good except right before halftime, and that's what wound up costing them the game. The defense on top of that had one of their worst showings of the season. They really missed Rashawn Gary. They missed Jair Alexander because Justin Jefferson absolutely smoked that secondary, and Eric Stokes had himself a bad game as well as Kevin King. The Packers... Losing Elton Jenkins, that's devastating for this football team. They need David Bakhtiari to be back and quick, and they are going to have a real tough time going up against a good defensive line in the LA Rams next week. And as I spoke about with the Rams game, there's a ton of playoff implications there. The Packers, you know, after losing to the Chiefs, I know they didn't have Aaron Rodgers, you know, they're finding themselves uh, not in the greatest of spots. I still think that they're going to win their division, no problem, but... If they want to potentially compete for that number one seed, which they are very much in contention for, they need to beat the Rams with a battered, battered football team and just somehow survive until the bye week. Number four, you got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking down the Giants, which you know Tom Brady's always happy about, on Monday night football. And the Bucs looked pretty good. Tom Brady threw for over 300 yards again, two touchdowns, one interception. Gronk coming back and already making an impact for 71 yards. Two interceptions by the defense, two sacks, and they made Daniel Jones' life absolutely miserable. Besides the big man, Andrew Thomas, getting a TD, the Buccaneers were able to take care of business. And as I've said multiple times on this show, the Buccaneers, if they just get healthy at the right time as the season goes on, they are going to be tough to stop in the playoffs. They just got to be consistent. So they were able to avoid losing to another NFC East team this week. We'll see how they do next week. Number three, I didn't drop them too far. You got the Tennessee Titans sitting at eight and three. Ugly, ugly loss to the Texans. It's a divisional game, and I don't want to make a snap judgment, but considering the Titans have lost to the Jets, I know they didn't have wide receivers, and now they've lost to the Texans. Not uh, a really great stat for your season. They go on these great win streaks, and they beat high-quality teams, and then this happens. And a lot of it comes down to Ryan Tannehill. Four interceptions on the day. Listen, I know they don't have Derrick Henry. A.J. Brown also getting injured as well. But they, they got to get back into form here. I still believe in the Titans. I do think that they have a great shot at still winning their division. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here and not drop them too far. But the Titans, while they do have an easy schedule overall, I thought they would beat the Texans. And considering the parity in the NFL this year... I don't think any game is a given. Number two, Tom Brady's former team. You got the New England Patriots shooting up the power rankings. And that's because they shut out the Falcons. Falcons are a bad football team. Don't get me wrong. But right now, they are number one in their division in the AFC East. The defense is playing lights out football. Four interceptions this past Thursday night. Jones is being efficient. He's not lighting it up, but he's being efficient. He's not making too many mistakes here. And maybe if they were against a better team, this could be a different story. But they are establishing the run, and they are a run-first team with a good defense. And considering how so many defenses have faltered this season, I mean, that might be the recipe you need to cause some upsets in the playoffs. I mentioned last week that maybe they're not going to get one of the one through four spots by winning their division. But considering how the Bills are collapsing right now and they don't have an offensive line and they don't have a run game and they're not even in the top 10 this week, who knows? Maybe the Patriots do grab that ring considering that they got two games left to play against the Bills. And finally, back on top, the number one team in the NFL 
is the Arizona Cardinals. Sitting at 9-2 and two on top of the NFC once again, on top of the NFL once again. Had no Kyler Murray and no DeAndre Hopkins once again, but it didn't matter because they were playing the Seahawks, and apparently the Seahawks are poo-poo garbage. Uh, wait, we already knew that because they got shut out by the Packers last week. Sorry, I just have to revel in it every single time the Seahawks are bad because it brings me joy. Colt McCoy taking down the Seahawks. Established that run game a little bit. Four sacks for the Cardinals defense. Zach Ertz having a big day and having two touchdowns. And the Cardinals showing once again, listen, we're able to bounce back from a bad loss. They lost to the Panthers and a returning Cam Newton last week. And now they're able to take care of business against a divisional rival, which they could have lost. And that could have put their division potentially in jeopardy with the Rams. The Cardinals do not have the easiest road ahead of them, but if Kyler Murray is finally able to get healthy, DeAndre Hopkins, I know, was close to playing this week. If they get those guys back, they're going to be looking pretty good, and uh, they might be number one for quite some time. But let me know what you think down in the comments below. How do you feel about these power rankings? Do you think the Bills should be here? Do you think the Chargers should be here? The Chargers almost made the top 10, but... I mean, they let so many points up in the fourth quarter to the Steelers who just tied with the Lions, so I don't know. Let me know what you think. You can always find me at TomGrossyComedy.com or TomGrossyComedy on all social media to see down below. Check out podcasts on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, and, of course, YouTube. And a big shout and thank you to all the patrons over Patreon.com slash TomGrossyComedy and the YouTube members. But thank you so much for watching. I'm Tom Grassi. And as always, Go Pack Go!